All right, we're back. Mm-hmm. The beep, beep. Awesome stuff are fully functioning. Running low life.exe. System optimization is less than nominal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is all eight. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? Ooh. I will shoot you. Error. Server block three is experiencing critical ignition. That's right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast. Oh yeah. Welcome to the Low Life Podcast. Uh, it's your boy Coin Ops here with Scum. Welcome. And we're still down a shadow link because of the limitations of technology. Um, and it sucks, but we're doing back end stuff for the website. It's going to be fine. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. We're going to get through this. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, and uh, oh, I like today. Today's a good one because uh, I get to hear a story. And Scum's going to tell it. I didn't have to do any research for this. I didn't have to do any <laughs> reading for this. I don't know really what he's talking about other than it's going to be fun and historical. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's what, 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 what do we get? What do we get into, bud? Oh, buddy. We are ganging part two. Woo! More the ganging. <laughs> to ganging to something. <laughs> So quick recap. Irish and Nativist gangs battle in the streets of 19th century New York for profit, fun, and at the behest of their political patrons and overlords. You have Irish gangs like the Dead Rabbits who support Tammany Hall and the Nativist Bowery Boys who support the Know Nothing Party. We talked about them last episode. What do they know? Absolutely nothing. Fuckers. Oh, piece of shit. Uh, And to reiterate from last episode... Everyone we're going to talk about sucks. Yeah, <laughs> there, cool. There are, no, there are no good guys. Everyone is a drunken, drunken, stabby, corrupt bastard uh, because everything was awful. Mm. Yeah, totally. No, nothing like today. Oh, yeah, totally not. At Gleaming all. monorail covered future that we're in. <sighs> oh, man. Like yeah. literally reports at the time were like, yeah, every single New York politician is corrupt. Mm. Like that's just how it was. You think they ever cleaned it up afterward? Uh-huh. Do you think there was ever like a time in our history since then that it was just like, oh, no, nah, we got them all out. Everything's running normally. We were solving all the problems. We're actually paving roads and making sure the lead's I out mean, of the in a way, at least if they were honest about it back then, that's really what it comes down to. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of familiar, there's going to be a lot of similarities mm. from uh, then and now. So, <clears throat> so by 1855, Bill the Butcher got whacked. He's in the fucking ground where he belongs. And Tammany Hall, the so-called Tweed Ring, would have their power solidified. Corruption would be... Tweed Ring. Oh, yeah, that's what they called it, man. There's and... a time in our history where that would be intimidating. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. Everything oh. sounded adorable and everything was horrifying. Uh, so corruption would be entrenched in New York politics until, like, 1870, quote-unquote. You know, right. right. <laughs> to be replaced with some other form of corruption later on. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> but by 1856 Tammany Hall would uh, they would basically loot the public treasury depot they would uh, despite everything we were about to talk about the organization would survive until the modern day mm-hmm. like what like 
you're going to hear shit that's going to be wild. <laughs> this is going to be wild. So, to uh, combat, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, that's real bad for a podcast when you just don't have it, you know. What? I got to talk in this audio medium? The fuck? It's crazy. Oh, wild, man. <laughs> this tool will write your podcast. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> uh, to try to combat this corruption and uh, writing podcasts, the city legislator in 1853 created bo- boards of commission uh, consisting of the mayor, the recorder, and the city judge. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went about as well as you can expect. It immediately became corrupt. Yeah, no, with a no. graft running rampant. Uh, cops and politicians uh, regularly paid for uh, lofty positions. Hmm. And uh, precincts... Oh, God. When, when one pre... <laughs> Oh man! Or oh, like one precinct. It, uh, you could. Uh, my notes. You could be. It, what it came down to is like enforcing the law was a secondary thing. Like oh. in, it, it, that was an afterthought. Really, there are no. many precincts where like you, this was all welcome in every precinct. If you wanted to become like captain, you just had to pay like a price tag, and they would hmm. just make you captain. Oh, there's more hoops to jump through <laughs> nowadays, is what you're saying in most yeah, 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 principalities. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now they like to pretend that's not the case, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As the NYPD is a uh, wonderful and trusted organization that never did anything wrong. I mean, ugh, God. Can't imagine. So, can't imagine. <laughs> oh, fuck them. So by 1855, there were estimated to be 30,000 people who were a member of some form of gang. Okay. Either owing to allegiance to Tammany Hall's. Tammany Hall, the Know Nothing Party, conducting voter suppression at the ballot box. It's all fucked up, basically. Like I said, it's like at least they were more honest about things. So you would have gangs do voter suppression. You would have the Irish gangs would do voter suppression for Tammany Hall. You would have the Bowery Boys do voter suppression for Know Nothings and whatever their weird politics. And it's it's just not democracy at all. No. And uh, this came to a when Fernando Wood was re-elected to mayor in 1856. And it says on my notes, underline, 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 this fucking guy. Okay. We mentioned him, like, briefly, I think, last episode, but here's a quick rundown of this man. (laughs) Wood was a member of the Democratic Party back when the parties were switched. Right, right. He was a high-ranking member of Tammany Hall, a vocal opponent of Abraham Lincoln and the abolition of slavery. He was a South sympathizer and once proposed for New York to become an independent city-state with him as dictator. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Weird. Oh, not in my notes, but uh, he was also like, he also had his business in real estate and merchantile. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would die in 1850. He would die in 1862. Okay, uh, so he would just see the beginning of the Civil War. Okay. And uh, let's see. How'd that merch- turn out? <laughs> well, you know, not as ten. Yeah. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Yeah. And we'll get to that the next episode on gang. So, 1856, this dick was reelected with a ton of support from uh, the municipal police force because back then New York had a municipal police force and not a metro one. It was okay. like the original police force. What would the difference be? Oh man, we're gonna get into it. Really, not a lot. Okay, All <laughs> right. no difference. The All only right. difference is the municipal police force was the one that came before branding. And the muni- well, the way I managed to find, like, because I asked that same question, what the what's the fucking difference? Mm-hmm. Is the municipal police force is under command of local governments? So we're talking mayor. Okay, 
Metro Police Force is has the backing of not only Congress at this period, but also like the governor. Mm, mm, That's okay. what it is. Right. And because it like it's such an important port city, you know, like Yes. There's it's that's where everyone comes. That's the fucking bottleneck. Well, a big reason they had to do it too. Well, we'll get into it. But yeah, it, yeah. like if you were a cop and didn't donate to, this is how fucked up it was. If you were a cop and you didn't donate to Woods uh campaign fund, you would put on a twenty four hour shift with no break. Oh my god. Yeah. So he had the support of the cops. Oh uh, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, you had yeah. to like this dude if you were going to be a a, a, a cop. Mm. It's oh. like paying for the privilege to... No, I, I just don't... Yeah, yep. go, go ahead. Keep going. So 1857, thunderclap sound. The Panic of 1857 takes place. The first rapid financial crisis in American history. Mm. And as we all know, the financial crash to even to place ever, period, forever. No other financial crash has ever taken place after that, right? Not even in recent memory. Um, not even in the next few months. Yeah, no, no, we don't. We don't. We don't have that constantly happening. Yeah. So workers were laid off, and somehow things got even worse than they already were up until the Civil War. Like literally, think that things were bad. Yeah. Then the Civil War happened, and somehow things got more like worse than bad, like worse yeah. than awful. Things are already awful, right? At this period. You know, people running around drinking London. Everyone's getting lead poisoning from all the blackface. I'm not sure there was even a weekend at this point where like, things <laughs> were. It wasn't. Called. You worked until you died. Yeah. Like, there, like, there are no laws about you, that yet. Got fucking 12 year olds pulling 14 hour shifts in the mines and shit. Oh, oh yeah. No, everyone is just high on something, drunk, dying of some horrible, disgusting 19th century disease. And Oh, man. Oh, uh, I. I I'm going to go on a tangent here and like the paradox of history is incredible that any of us ever made it. Oh yeah. No, like how are we all alive? You know what I mean? I think uh, Stanislaw Lem has a really great short story that I, it has a really long title that I can't remember the name of, but it's in uh, I think it's in perfect vacuum mm-hmm. and it's basically like the gist of the title is something like the incredibly like improbable series of events that led to the birth of this person, you know? Yeah. And it, it starts at like this point and keeps going, but this wouldn't have happened unless this happened and this wouldn't happen. And it's such a wonderful piece of writing that it just, it is, it's wild that any of us are here, like listening to this or talking right now um, at this point, given gestures widely, you know, yeah. it's fuck me. Like <laughs> remember the Darwin awards. That's what really draws that into focus for me. <laughs> It's no, like it, it's it's wild, man. Like <laughs> you look at this time period, and it's like, how did any of our ancestors fucking make it? Oh man! So while well, that was know, well, like, like yeah. to continue this tangent for another second, why okay. would you want to travel back then? You're going to be ankle yeah. deep in shit and mud. No one's going to like all they do for fun is sit in a room and uh, or or they go to the tavern where it's a little noisier. And yeah. there are fist fights and there are gunfights all the time. And then there's that infection that you got on your ankle because you hit a fucking rock and that thing is going to make you lose a foot. You know, like it's like yeah. now you're going to come from the future and be like, OK, here's what you need to do. And they're going to look at you like, what's an atom? What, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like uh, you would I go just... back to that time period. You would die of their disgusting disease and they would die from your disgusting diseases. Yeah, basically that's it, it would be generational. But what kind of warfare would that be? You know, like chronal. <laughs> Chrono warfare. 
But like that wouldn't work. Like you wouldn't. Oh, there's so many reasons why you take four breaths and die. But then they'd like you'd fart in some sort of weird additive in our then food. The radiation from your fart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then that's it. That person was never born. Then you have the whole weird paradox mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Don't go back in time is what we're trying to say. Yes, we are. The Low Life Podcast is against time travel. Go on. Yes. Oh, the assassins. Anyway, uh, well, that was happening. <laughs> Well, that was happening. New York's government got tired of Fernando Wood's shit and passed several bills to reform the city's charter. The municipal police was abolished and replaced with a metropolitan police force, which still exists today. <laughs> co- sure. covering Yeah, I know. Covering Manhattan, Brooklyn, and towns in Staten Island. Ew, Staten Island. Uh, <laughs> Vampires live there. <laughs> you know, I didn't like Staten Island until I started watching that show. <laughs> I fucking hate Staten Island. Uh, the governor had power to appoint commissioners who would have a super, who would name a superintendent. So, so, so far so good, right? Like yeah. on paper, that all sounds fine and boring. You transfer over men and resources, slap right. a new coat of paint on it, give them a new, new uniform and that's it. Everybody gets a new hat. That's it. Boom. Sure. Whatever. Cake. When the police board asked Fernando Wood to disband the municipal police, he said no. no. Oh. That's not great. As it turns out, in American politics, if you just want to, like, think, uh, Trump proved this, but, like, if you don't play along with all the systems and shit and you just say no, nothing works. Well, you also have to have a position of power. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because, like, I, I just watched a, a large uh, portion of this hearing for this dude up in, what was it, what, Minnesota? Yeah. Who who was like sovereign citizen, and he just kept back talking the judge, and then they just locked his ass up forever. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know, there is a thing called society, and unless you have like the power to turn off the lights, like don't you're not you're not playing that game. Unless you can get like I don't know a hundred million of your closest friends to play along. Yes, yeah, seriously. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, yes, going. On. I mean, that's basically what this is—just getting your friends to pay, play along because that's kind of what he did. So the. Like, even after the Supreme Court backed the constitutionality of disbanding the municipal police, police Fernando Wood said, eat my ass. Yeah. Uh, 15 captains, 800 patrolmen, and Superintendent George W. Matz all did not acknowledge the authority of the Metropolitan Police Force. Oh, my God. Fernando Wood had an army directly under his own control. I just... And at that time period, 800 dudes is a lot for a city of New York's size. I mean, I get it. But I like don't get it. Like, well, it's the thing. It's like it's like it wouldn't have been any different, really. You just would have had different. You can't make as much money on the side. That's well. That's the thing. Is like these are new cops too. Like you would think that you would just transfer it over, right? But Mm -hmm. like you get new cops. But the thing is, it's like Wood likes having men under his control. Mm -hmm. And the the municipal police force answers directly to him. Mm -hmm. He's allowed to say go do the thing, and then cops do go do the thing. Right. And he only answers to whom the mayor. They answer to the mayor. To, to, I mean, theoretically, you know, theoretically, I mean? yeah. It's like, oh, well, honestly, you're going to see how honest that really is. Like, they oh, really okay. do. Like, it's, and the Metro cops would answer to the governor, and they would. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying that he's got enough autonomy to work, run the day to day shit. But like, yes. when the mayor wants him to go rough up a bunch of people who have, I don't know, pirating printing presses. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. You no, know, he, he would. Just, that's where he sends them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, go fuck up these people. Or someone paid me to go fuck up these people, and I don't feel like paying the dead rabbits to go do it, so you guys go do it, because you're official. Mm. Yeah, she's... I mean, it's a gang. 
<laughs> yes. It is a gang. I mean, pretty Tops much. gangs. Sorry. Yeah. But um, bum, but um, bum. So this all exploded. <laughs> oh, this, this, this dude. All right. This is when this is it. So this all exploded when David D. Canover arrived at City Hall to start his job as street commissioner. Okay. This guy shows up, cardboard box full of stuff. He's like, I'm going to start my new job. It like this role was appointed by the governor. Like this dude, it's official, backed by right. Congress. It's like I'm going to show up, do my job. Where's my office? Right. Imagine his confusion when some other asshole, Charles De- Charles bleh, Charles Devlin, appointed by the mayor, who was later charged for selling the position for 150k. <laughs> With, oh, 50, oh, it was just 50K, not 150K. Still at that time? Are you sure? Yeah, that's a lot of money. But he bought his position. Was, so this dude was just sitting in his office. <laughs> so the municipal cops threw, threw Corver out. Mm. Canover turned around and got a warrant of arrest, two warrants of arrest for the mayor himself. <laughs> One for inciting a riot. Oh, he, oh, buddy, just you wait. Uh, I don't know where he got that idea from, but, okay. you know. Sure. Yeah. And the other for uh, arming uh, Canover's person. Oh, man. These were given to a cop, just a dude named Captain George W. Walling. Okay. He's one who transferred over to the Metro Police from Municipal. And he had balls the size of Mars. Oh, man. Warrants in hand. He marched into City Hall alone. He was allowed into Bearwood's office. He showed him the warrants. And tried to arrest the mayor of New York City. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh man, I and he resisted. Wow. He calmly grabbed the mayor of New York City by the arm and dragged him out. Fuck. That feels good to hear. However, there was over three hundred municipal cops in City Hall at the time. No shit. And they didn't let Colling pull wood past his office. So they beat him and threw him out. Oh my god, this dude. I hope he never had to pay for another shot of whiskey again. Seriously, while trying to force... he, This motherfucker tried to get back in by himself. Or sandwiches. He gets free sandwiches too. He tried to force his way back in. 15 Metro cops led by Captain Jacob Sebring. And the coroner for some reason showed up to support him. To serve the second warrant. The coroner? I don't know. Yes, I'm the coroner. Why are you why are you here? Well, I'm here to tell everybody how he's about to kill your ass. Like (laughs) I don't know why that I thought that was a funny detail because it it was such a strange thing in the gangs of New York to like read them like, yeah, coroner Peterson or whatever the fuck his name was, like was also leading a met leading the men. I'm like, why? It makes me think though that like the people who transferred there's like seven people who transferred over. You know what I mean? And they're like running out of people to like get this guy out. I think that might have been what it was, honestly. Like it's just like seven people in this big old room just being like, ah, who goes? I know next? science was kind of more of a suggestion and probably like ghosts in your blood, but it's kind of funny that the coroner was just doing like street work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're running out of people is what I'm saying. It's yeah, like no, now, now it's going to be like two clerks are going to yeah, roll seriously. up in there. These only armed gents. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he, they expected him to do. So shit went know. down. Uh, their, their uniforms weren't too dissimilar, so if you were just some schlub passing by, all you would see is a mob of cops beating the shit out of other cops. Wait, what? Hang on. What year is this? 
This is 1857. So getting back to the coroner thing, I'm trying to think, like, when... <laughs> in, in 1857, it's just, yep, he's dead, and just throw him in the river. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, what kind of gear does he have? Like, I'm trying to... I, there was this great series called The Nick, but I can't remember... Science wouldn't get, like, science as we understand it until the late 19th century. <laughs> like, he's literally showing up with a pipe and a fucking stove top hat on, and he just, like, looks at this dead body and goes, oh, he's got a hole in him. And all yeah. the blood... All his humors yeah. came out. And it took longer to get to America than it did for like, because, you know, it started in like England. In oh, like, yeah, yeah. The alienist. Know, yeah. yeah. Like, I know fast. I know I've been in the Mooder, the Mooder Museum in uh, Philly. And oh, like, yeah. it, it did get here, but like, it was still like phenology and shit. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were doing weird great. shit. They were like tasting things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was were, like sticking their fingers in a bullet hole and being like, yeah pretty salty and i'm like taste a sliver of his liver see if he died of the drop say i don't know yeah it's it's basically that like these guys are all high on morphine and just his toes look delicious yeah right go on yeah no to actually eat yeah i mean now that we're talking about it maybe it was a good idea he showed up he could just scare the opposing force especially if he got to wear the old school plague masks man like nah they weren't using this back then they didn't even no, anyway, he's he's literally licking blood out of wounds, you know, like exactly. <laughs> mm, oh man, pig's blood. I think that might have taken place like fifty years before the Nick. If no, you haven't is- seen that series, it's oh, definitely oh, worth a watch. If you like body horror, oh buddy, you're gonna see some shit. Oh, I mean, all of modern medicine is just body. It was body horror at this point. Yeah, but with Clive Owen, that's the good part. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that is pretty cool. It's it's pretty awesome. Oh. So like I said, if you're just some schlub passing by, all you would see is just cops beating up other cops. Oh, right, yeah. The battle I mean, lasted for half an hour. Neither... Yeah. How many? Wait, what are what are the sides now? How many are versus how many? It's like fifty dudes plus a couple and three hundred. Oh man! Yep. A, and they go out for a half hour. That's they go at it for half an hour. That's a brawl, my friend. They were just to arrest one man. Mm-hmm. Another fact, like man. Yeah. But neither side, and this is, I guess, a testament to the Metro Cops, like, neither side could break through the other, and the Metro Cops were thrown out of the building. Right. Uh, with Wood just jerking off with Glee in his office. They, like, barricaded him in his office, too. <clears throat> oh, my God. 52 cops were injured. Uh, one patrolman was so badly beaten, he was made, quote, an invalid. Wow. Uh, well, uh, they get Okay, all right, now hang on a second. It's just the one guy? Yeah, just the one guy was like, okay. So that was personal. Like, so they, yeah. this this guy was an asshole, and they literally were just like, "No, him. We're gonna fuck him up." We'll get back to them. It works out for them. Okay. I think they're the. I think they're the only. I, uh, well, no. <laughs> I don't think anything uh, works out for them. So while the cops were throwing down, they tried to get the sheriff, who was okay. advised by his lawyer that it was in fact his job to try and serve the warrants. <laughs> this did not work. Can't imagine why. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Meanwhile. meanwhile oh, I, I respect this uniform. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Just keep sending different guys in costumes. Oh. We'll figure this out. Oh, they're working oh. up the chain, man, because meanwhile, the 7th Regiment of the New York National Guard under <laughs> command of General Charles Sanford was marching towards a boat to Boston for what I can only assume was, like, training and shit. Uh, Sources differ. We're not really sure what they were doing. Okay. But they were marching through. The police board told the general what the situation was. I can only imagine he got hard. Oh, man. The entire fucking regiment marched to City Hall. Bayonets out. 
Oh, the general with a squad of guardsmen entered the building after his men surrounded it and quote, informed Mayor Wood that he represented the military power of the Empire State and would tolerate no further resistance. <laughs> like, so these dudes were just thought, like, they're just hoofing it. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, hey, buddy, uh, we got an issue. You think yeah. you give us a little bit of backup on. And then they're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, I can imagine, like, that's the thing. They surrounded the building. So I can imagine one guardsman's kind of leaning over to another. It's like, this is fucking rad. Yeah. This is cool as shit. We're actually fighting tyrants or something. They low key are, you know? Like, yeah, like, that's the thing. It's like if they're marching bayonets out, and I know that's like feels old timey now, it's the idea is we're going to shoot you, then stab you to death. Right. And that's so, why. It, yeah. Yeah. Don't get close. Yeah. Like, we're ready for battle. <laughs> yeah. Wood that looked out his window saw guardsmen in the park and surrounding City Hall. Uh, and quickly accepted the warrants and was arrested. Mm. Well, happy ending, I guess. Guess I what know. happened next? Fire. I, oh, God, that probably would have helped. Oh, okay. Damn it. Wood got out on bail an hour later. Oh, and cool. never saw a day in trial. Oh, my God. <laughs> the municipal... What, what, go ahead. Well, what happened to the What happened to the guardsmen? <laughs> like, they, they were just like, oh, we're good. All yeah. right. We got we to gotta get to Boston. We got to get to some shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that was it. Because, again, it's like, I imagine... It's like Deus Ex Machina. It's like Batman shit, right? Like, he owns... You're trying to to do this as, like, you know, the system, but it's like, he owns the system. He owns judges. Right. Like, he doesn't own these guys. You know what I mean? Like, these guys But he's a Batman villain, so it's like, they try and put him on... They try and do this, and I'm like, no, he makes bail. Yeah, of course. The records indicate, like... I could find it like literally the book and every other source I found. It's like, yeah, no, the records indicate he never saw trial. Fuck. He I never mean, went to trial. It's like Joker with Batman's budget, uh, but like Donald Trump's bat history. Like, right. Cause this dude right. was a merchant and he owned real estate. Like he's literally the same dude. Uh, and I could only imagine if he didn't like die of something disgusting in like 1862, he would have like totally tried to like make New York join the Confederacy. <laughs> Oh, man. He was so down with that idea. So the municipal police wouldn't disband until the fall of 1857. So far, so for several months that summer, New York had effectively two police forces and they okay. hated one another. Oh, really? It wasn't like they were like, back the blue. No, they fucking hated one another. Wow. I Hey, plot twist, right? You know what I'm saying? Also, fun fact, the cops who got their shit wrecked uh, sued Wood for damages and won. Being oh. awarded $250 each, which is a nice chunk of change back then. Yeah. Uh, but the mayor never settled, so the city had to pay it. Oh. Every fucking time. So so what does the world look like with two police forces? Just <laughs> like two rival gangs backed by quote-unquote government. So if uh, Mexico- Okay, okay. Here, Here is our cyberpunk shit right fucking here. The entire thing. Like, so it's, if- it's it's who you're subscribed. It's like the med medical dudes in cyberpunk 2077 or 2020 and shit. Like, you, yeah. you gotta subscribe to that shit and then they show up like ready for bear. Or the old firemen who wouldn't go to your house unless you had their emblem because you paid them a fucking fee for it. You yeah. know, like... Oh, it's, oh. The, it's the same shit. Like, if Metro cops arrested someone, uh, municipal cops would free them. And then fight the Metro cop. If a judge was loyal to the mayor, they would release anyone who was brought in by a Metro cop. I, this, is there a movie about this? 
I need to see a movie. He tried to make it's gangs in New York, but it's not accurate. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that just this part. This part, no, no, I don't think any, this has really ever been depicted because it's like literally chaos reigned. Nothing got Jesus done. Nothing Christ. got done because the two police forces were too busy, literally having a gang more between each other to care this about doing anything. That would be like just from that that angle alone. Would be, I would be able to see that. that yeah. Would be great. Oh, totally. Especially because too, like I could find, I couldn't really find anywhere what the differences between their uniform. Mm-hmm. I know the book mentions that the Metro cops wore like you know the. Uh, stereotypical cop outfit like the big coat the they got new badges issued and they wore like um the plug hats i think you described last episode but beyond that everyone kind of looked the same it was really strange i think they just had like different color coats that's weird so why did i just talk about pigs wailing on one another (laughs) like this it sounds fun yeah so i mean this entire thing yeah, no, like this entire thing is just set dressing for what I'm about to talk about next. Oh, God, yeah. Which is the Dead Rabbits Riot. That sounds like my new band name. <laughs> yeah, there's so many band names in this episode, man. Uh, yeah, just, anyway, yes. There was, there was little, I mean, come on. There was never a better time to be a goon in the summer of 1857. Yeah, I mean, if you weren't into crazy shit like longevity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's if you're like, a river pirate. Every, I think everyone was too. There might be a mini episode in the future about river pirates. Oh, there should be. I mean, yeah, there there's going to be a mini episode about that because apparently they were so scary, like no one fucked with them because, like, oh, I'm just walking in the docks, then some asshole comes behind me, slits my throat, dumps me in the river, and I just no one ever knows whatever happened to me. Hmm. So, but anyway, yeah, this is like the best time to be a goon. Okay. Despite there being literally more cops than ever in the streets, nothing got done. With the entire legal system too busy eating itself alive and being arrested didn't mean much, you could get away with damn near anything. Oh, man. Damn near anything they did. Yeah. July 4th and 5th. But right now, this is, this is starting on the July 4th, 1857. Oh, boy. On number 42 Bowery, there was a clubhouse occupied by the Bowery Boys and the quote-unquote vigilante group, the Atlantic Guard, both both nativist gangs, presumably just like getting lead poisoning from too, too much blackface. And the kind of the kind of nativist that is like we are white? Basically, yeah. Okay, right. We're not yeah, talking right. about like Native Americans here. We're talking about guys who think that yeah. like we're real Americans. Yeah, yeah. They're real. They, these types are real into misappropriating words. So, you know, I like oh, God, yeah, they, they really are. You know, it's like the know nothings. You know, Again, like, yeah, you no, know what totally. that means. It's like, to... totally. Un- but unknown to these assholes. The dead, the dead Rabbits gang, with other allied gangs in tow, except the Roach Guard, who they were feuding with at the time. Were Another outside. great name. That's <sighs> a, I, I, think, I think I said that last episode, that like Roach Guard and like Dead Rabbits are my favorite. They had the best names. Yeah. Like, seriously. Roach Guard is so fucking badass. <laughs> so they were outside a raid, this clubhouse. <laughs> okay. Violence ensued. Yeah. With the gangs con- say. <laughs> with the gangs confronting each other outside. They didn't sing a song. They didn't do like a oh, no, dance no, no, off. No, they, yeah, no, they just stabbed each other. Tests of strength, or <laughs> how many shots can you do and still stand? Like they just no, started someone... duking it out. Yeah, I mean, at least yeah. they have the, the like the old time courtesy to be like, let's do this outside. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, it's yeah. really strange. Like, there's a lot of like weird quote unquote honor going on. Of like, you know, maybe we don't murder them, but like. Maybe mm. we do. Like, it's weird. It's all like weird, misplaced, macho honor bullshit. 
God, yeah, I'm glad we got rid of that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, toxic masculinity. What is that? Uh, the dead rabbits were beaten back to the five points, but violence ensued on Pearl and Chatham Street. Mm. No cops were dispatched, despite rolling battles of drunken assholes on the street. Yeah, all right. Too well. bri- busy, too busy, like, to slight one another. Like, basically, the two right. police forces were just too busy. Yeah. A few Metro cops tried to get involved, but got beaten, and uh, muni cops, municipal cops, said it wasn't their problem. <laughs> That's literally what they said. They said it wasn't, that did nothing wrong here. Yeah, no modern parallels to that. Anyway. I assume this is because the dead rabbits were on uh, Fernando Wood's payroll because he is a, um, he's part of the Tweed Ring and uh, right, they're right. his creatures. Yeah. And uh, gave him a pass. No idea. That's what I, that's what I think. Yeah. So the next morning, the Five Points gang, with the Roach Guard this time, uh, ensued violence against the Green Dragon. Hmm. A popular hangout of the Bowery Boys and other crooks. That's right, yeah. They were armed with iron bars and bricks. Mm. They got the drop of the Bowery Boys inside and beat the living shit out of them. They wrecked the bar, they tore up the dance floor, and they drunk all of the booze. Literally all of the booze. Amazing. All of it. I am really upset about that hardwood floor. Um, Yeah, that was apparently like a common thing of like if you raided somebody else's like hangout, you just destroyed the dance floor. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, Yeah, They're drunk (laughs) enough. I mean, they're not feeling any of this. No, they're probably using their bricks. Bare uh, fucking just, hands at this point. Word obviously got back to the Bowery Boys. But so did word to the Five Points gang. And okay. uh, every goon in the city assembled. And what commenced was the biggest gang fight in the city's history. As depicted in West Side Story. They <laughs> <laughs> started snapping their fingers with switchblades and slick back hair. Oh, yeah. Oh God! Ensued anyway. violence. You got to think about the 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 fluid dynamics of a, a moment like this. Okay, so where does it start? What sets it off? You know, yeah. is it? Did somebody throw something? Did somebody hit somebody? Where does the the contact? Where does the brawl? The scrum of it, it started really... with a raid on a clubhouse and somehow turned into rolling street battles, which ended up turning into the largest street battle in New York's history before or since. So they like it's just some dudes walking down the street, like, "Hey, asshole! Yeah, I see you fucking our band," and then they just start duking it out in an alley. Basically, yeah, that's like I can't even like I don't know how they figured out who was who. I know some gangs had uniforms, but I can't see everyone wearing uniform. I think for the nativists, it's like, yeah, he looks Irish, maybe, but yeah, he looks black. Like I think that was it. But yeah. like honestly, I can't. I don't know how because the vast majority of these guys are just different types of white. Like, yeah, all I, these, all these years, you see all these films where I, there's just like you know it's this dystopian city. Even it, like even in Strange Days, you know, these dudes are beating the shit out of Santa Claus. You know, like yeah. and they're just driving by, and that there's a reason for it, but you never understand like the just the random shit that starts going off when there's a big thing happening. And I've always seen those in movies and wondered like, well, why are these people fucking fighting? Like, wouldn't it be better if they just like teamed up and then like went over here and did the thing and, like and stuff like that? And now I'm just like, I don't think there is a reason. I think it's just. Yeah. It's Actually, just, there, there probably are a lot of reasons, but none of them will make sense to us. Right. We're not again. Yeah. Contextually speaking, we're not dependent upon, you know, our survival, like with each other through this, some sort of. Yeah. That's all this is, too, is like maybe not so much the nativist, because like to say it's like to remind everyone from last episode, uh, the nativist gangs like the Bowery Boys, they're working class, but they're not poor the same way the Irish gangs are. Right. Because they have jobs. 
the Irish right, games, right. like, if you're, like, not American, quote-unquote, like, you're just not getting hired. <laughs> oh, they had, there would be signs on yes. shops. Like, you yeah. can find these. if you, They would say, like, no blacks, no Irish. Later, you know, no Italian, you know. Right. Like, yeah, also, right, no Polish. Mm-hmm. No like, Polish. you would see these yeah. signs. And it was just because, like, all these fuckers were born here, and they were like, oh, we already know how to talk like this. Yeah. You need to, yeah. you know, like... Our, all, our, all our families are inbred from like the colonial period and right right you know we're all just weird looking fucking white people our king is actually german you know <laughs> like what the, uh, we don't know we don't know what the fuck's going on you know it's yeah, no, so dumb it, it's, it's so a really fucking... bad it's really bad and like it's just desperate this entire ever gang right gangs no matter what time period we talk about unless maybe it's not the 1920s but even then we'll we'll get to that as like it's all desperation like this is why people do this Mm-hmm. Because there are no other options. Yeah. Or you're just a racist asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're already the racist asshole, and then you're just, like, attaching reasons to it. You know, exactly. like, as you cherry-pick them in whatever you're reading. Yeah. It's, oh, oh yeah. what a fucking shit show. Anyway, and, yeah. Yeah. So, violence ensued bigly. Hmm? One special boy of the oh, fucking God. This fucking guy. Oh, I can't even remember. All right, hold on. Like, just, just pull it together. You got oh, this. fuck, man. One special boy of a Metro cop, quote, with more courage than judgment, waited in club swinging to try and arrest the ringleader. Oh. Guess how that went. This motherfucker with his little billy club and his shiny fucking badge decided, I'm going to wade into the biggest gang fight in New York's history. I can see this dude. He's just like weight waddling over. He's just like, hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're going to slow things down a little bit over here. All right. We got to we gotta get things uh, calmed down a little bit over here because I'm trying to get to the deli. Yeah. And it's it's it doesn't go well at all. <sighs> they knocked him down. Oh, yeah. Shit out of him. Yeah. They stripped oh, yeah, him down to his old-time tidy whities I would have guessed that, yes. Beat him with his own nightstick. Oh, man. And left him bleeding on the sidewalk. Yeah, I, I, did he call off for the rest of the day? He managed to crawl back to police HQ on White Street. Oh, my God. Tell them what was going on and collapsed. Hey, I, guys. I it's don't pretty know. bad. <laughs> the, Metro- <laughs> the Metro Police then got involved. Oh man! Oh, I don't know if he lived. Also, there's no indication of what happened. <laughs> Imagine that's your last act. It's just like, guys, yeah, it's in your underwear. Up out there, you might want to get take a look at that. And he's just bleeding everywhere. Oh, man. Got- this is just yeah. This is like you know, he's in his fucking old timey underwear. He's got a nightstick shoved up his ass. You know, his yeah. And his supervisor's <laughs> like, supervisor's like, hey, get this guy a new uniform. We got to get him back out there. Yeah, yeah. He's like unconscious on the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh man, he got propped up like weekend at Bernie's on a fucking dolly. <laughs> They're holding him out in front so he can take the blunt, like the brunt. He looks of like the... a he looks like one of those corpse photographs from back You're then. Still, you're still good to me, Smitty. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, he's the only cop I feel bad for. There's like a just because he's so stupid. You understand that when I see the cops, I'm imagining the cast of Police Academy. Like, I mean, that's uh, probably more accurate than. Than you think. And, and I don't know. I haven't assigned an actor to each of them, but Steve Gutenberg is several of them so far. That's so it's, <laughs> That's accurate. It's, oh, man. Uh, well, there's going to be more of them because a police squad of cops was mobilized. So you say police squad. Now I'm thinking of Leslie Nielsen. There you go. Clubbing oh, the, they clubbed their way to the center and arrested two men they thought were the leaders. Okay. In response, 
the Yangs forced their way into houses, kicked out the residents, and started raining down bricks, rocks, and bullets down on the roof from the roofs onto the cops. Okay, let me write that down. Notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, go the yeah. cops decided this wasn't at all worth it and left the prisoners while they ran away. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> this event for some reason prompted two hours of truce. Okay. Which was promptly broken by the dead rabbits after, I'm not going to say the words they use in the book, but after they were goaded by who I could only assume were their girlfriends to attack the Bowery Boys, which is the more New York thing that would happen. Right. And violence sued again, like outside the tombs. Oh, uh, man. Quick description. If you don't, if you don't, if you know, you're not from here or just not from an asshole from New Jersey, like, or New York, like I am. Um, the tombs was always like a police building. It mm. was, it was like a holding uh, a holding building. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the tombs because its original structure that doesn't exist anymore was modeled after an ancient Egyptian tomb because architects are weird. Yeah. And it was a beautiful building. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Now it's just a concrete brutalist nightmare that is still called the tombs and it's a holding facility and it's terrifying. Don't go there. Okay. But anyway, I'll, I'll skip it. Yeah. D- just don't get arrested in New York. Yeah. Don't do time in New York. Don't. Yeah. But yeah, they were fighting outside the original of the tombs. So it's a bunch of like, assholes just stabbing each other outside this beautiful building that's for some reason looks like an ancient egyptian tomb i yeah mm-hmm. this is surreal mm-hmm. yeah i and you know that's another thing i'm glad you mentioned the stabbings because like up till now i've just been imagining it as like dudes with bricks and sticks you know what i mean like oh no dude they had blades they had metal sure. bars they had bricks they had paving stones they had yes. fists they had teeth everything yeah. was probably infected with something and most importantly they had guns Yep, yep, yep. Were they uh, faster at this point, or was it still kind of flintlocked? Like, I you think know? Uh, guns are weird see. at this period, and they would continue to be like in a transition phase. I think up until the Civil War, I think everyone still had flintlocks. I think revolvers existed, but not okay. in the same way that they would during the war. Right, right. Okay. okay. Yeah, but point is, everyone's still shooting each other. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh god, the idea of getting shot with a fucking like flintlock gun is like just just shoot me with a nine millimeter. Like that's awful. Just be precise. I mean, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I get a chunk of, of fucking ledge just blow, like takes a chunk out of my shoulder, and now I have like syphilis. You're like aiming at the other guy, and it shoots you. Kind of I don't shit. know why it gave you syphilis. <laughs> why wouldn't it? <laughs> it passed through the air, didn't it? You know, like <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, oh fuck! It's just part of the fog. <laughs> it's the miasma of battle. Oh, just everyone just. Just the guy's the guy's handling like the <laughs> bullet. Now I can just think of a bunch with of his things. hands, and his hands are just covered in sores, and he's just like oh, packing it in there. Uh, fuck. So both you side... know they they say they say don't speak ill of the dead. These people are clearly gone, right? <laughs> they're very but they're dust. I'm not. I'm not talking shit. I'm like speaking ill of the dead is talking shit. You know what I mean? It's just it's lying. Yeah. I'm not lying. I'm no. not lying about this. Like, this is, that's probably hundred percent true. I don't even think my imagination goes to the level of like all encompassing fucking filth there had to have been there at the time. Because I just think about cities today mm-hmm. where shit falls off a little bit, and it's like, don't step in that puddle because you might disappear. <laughs> it might not be a puddle that might go straight to the sewer. You know what I mean? Like, there's yep. People disappeared in Pittsburgh when there was a flood one time. Like the river came up and everything, and it was only a few inches and shit like that. But it was enough pressure to pop one of the manhole covers off. And this dude just was like, boop, gone. Yeah. 
Matt is about as terrified as I could get. Dude, we flooded here in New York after like that, like not even. Oh yeah, it's like people drowned in their basement apartments. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's fucking wild. You see the water filling up in the fucking subways and shit. I'm just like, no, Mm -hmm. I've been there for that. It's weird. It's not great. Not a great feeling. But so, uh, so both guides, both sides got reinforcements. Okay. One of uh, some of which were just thieves and burglars. They were neutral. I think they were just there for the loot. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So probably between, a good move. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really picked a side. So between 800 and 1,000 bastards flooded the streets armed with clubs, rocks, bricks, bits of road, axes, pitchforks, and guns. And all the buildings are what? Three, four stories high? Yeah. About. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is probably this made is out like, of wood with the odd one made of like brick. Right. Right. Oh, man. So it's like not now. It's not modern. It's just like Assassin's Creed 3 shit. Yeah, the road's probably like dirt or cobblestone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 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 shit. It's yeah, literally it's really like sixty percent shit. It's really know? bad. They were like killing each other with tombstones and shit. Not just horse shit. It's the guy that shit outside the bar mixing up mm-hmm. with all. The... Man. Oh, so Fucking the Metro cops saw this and re-entered the fray. This time they marched in formation. They clear and they cleared the street somehow. Okay. They forced the. This is this is the part where. This is this is the part where I was like, this has to be a movie. They forced the gangs into the surrounding buildings, fighting each other while fighting the cops outside. That's smart. Both gangs largely re- refused to be arrested, choosing death. Okay. Yeah. I think we're getting to that. Yeah. One dead rabbit, cornered on a roof by cops, leapt to the street below where he fractured his skull. Don't know how they knew he fractured his skull, but... Well, he came out feet up. Yeah, he, he wasn't That's, doing great. Yeah, no. He was then promptly stomped to death by Bowery Boys. That's probably the best move for him. Because <sighs> I'm thinking, all right, it's probably one of those moves where he tried to jump out the window, thought he was going to land on his feet, maybe break his knees or something like that, or roll out or something like that. Yeah, like a he, bunch of hyenas, a bunch of racist. Like, I mean, everyone's a racist at this point, but like. But then he, he like tripped his foot on the edge of the windowsill on the way out or something. Mm-hmm. And, and then he just got beaten to death. All right, I'm trying to you know, yeah. write the action for this in my head here. Totally. So, soon uh, two leaders of the Dead Rabbits was arrested. We think I don't know. God only sure. knows who. God only knows who they actually arrested. Was it like an I'm Spartacus moment? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Like these guys were really big and not snitching on each other, so it yeah. could have been just two random assholes who were just louder than the other ones. Hmm. Uh, this did surprisingly nothing to stop the violence. Uh, gangs who fought their way out to set up barricades where gun battles and old-timey trench warfare ensued. Whoa. The barricades. Like, literally, there was one story of, like, one dead rabbit who rushed it, and he managed to get, like, two shots. Like, this is what makes me think there were revolvers, like, probably shitty ones, is he rushed it, killed two Bowery, shot two two Bowery boys dead, Mm -hmm. and later got clapped in the head by, like, a child. (laughs) <laughs> who was assumed one of his brothers was a Bowery boy. Oh, my God. That's, oh, man. Like that's well, I mean, he yeah. could have been carrying two guns, too, because that was a real big thing. That's true, too, yeah. You know, if he only got two shots off. Mm-hmm. But that was probably like, now what? You know, like, you go, you know, pow, pow, no nah, shit. I'm in the middle of a fucking open area. Yeah. Oh, that's... And the barricades, like, yeah, it, yeah, it turned into, like, gang trench warfare, but the barricades, most importantly, kept the cops out. Leaving the gang mm. to murder one, the gangs to murder one another. Right. Okay. So pressure cooker. Yes. Yeah. 
Like this was happening in like a few streets, but like yeah, it became a pressure cooker. It was just they like, weren't like trying to kettle them for like arrest, you know? Like they were just like, nah, fuck them. We'll just yeah. let them all. This take is before care riot gear. They don't know what the fuck. Right. Yeah. Riot gear isn't even that effective anyway. Drag that dead horse carcass over there so they can't get through. Exactly. We'll eat it later. Oh, good god. Uh, so thinking thinking a big bastard could stop a bunch of little bastards. The cops called on Captain Isaiah Riders, political boss of the Six Ward and Underworld figure. Okay. <sighs> this, of course, did nothing, interrupting his rousing speech with thrown rocks. <laughs> imagine this guy showing up like the bad guy from Sonic. <laughs> this is like I this can't big imagine because guy. he climbed up on one of the barricades, right? Yeah. And I can't imagine, like, he was like, oh, surrender, like, you know, give up. He was trying to convince him to, like, like go home, basically. Uh-huh. And everyone just reacted by just throwing shit at him. Oh, I don't wow. know what they expected because it was basically like I can imagine it was like the guy you owe money to just showed up. Right. And was like, hey, guys, this is a bad look. And they were like, fuck you, dude. And then that's it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't had this much fun in ages. Mm-hmm. He advised call the fucking army and they did. Ah! Was it uh, like a random like wandering troop? Uh, it must have been. I think it was. the. Oh, well. You'll find out. So the 8th and 71st Regiments of the New York Militia. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, this isn't the National Guard. No. Under General Charles M. Sanford, a man armed with the sharpest of beards. Oh, really? This dude, oh, this fucking guy, man. Like, he was the only one I looked up who what he actually looked like because we have yeah. it. Because I guess he would serve in the war. war. Mm-hmm. But this dude, his beard is diagonal. It is thin. And it looks like it has been sharpened. He did that, that like the devil i don't know why white people look this way dude i i don't I, understand me neither um, man me neither it, it, it's not even like pointed like a spear it's pointed like a blade it's it's it it's it's like an axe head on his face and it's long you're gonna have to send me an image of it and i will can, it's, I'll, I'll it's it for the episode i don't know why y'all look this way i'm sorry so oh but don't 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 <sighs> Don't try to think about it because I don't know either. <laughs> Just different white people fucking other white people like this. I don't know. Zubas were the end of everything, fella. I mean, that's what you need to understand. When <laughs> Zubas started happening, it was just a matter of time before Jenkos. Like, and now, oh man, the next big trend for oversized clothing is just going to look like that was like all his hair. He was bald. He just had this incredible beard that you could kill a man with. <laughs> all right, points for that. Points yeah. for that. You know, make make do with what you got. You know. Streets find a use for things. He made a fucking knife out of his whiskers. It's just <laughs> so this guy beer forward and he, he led his troops bayonets out. <laughs> he, has a, he has like a neck gun, basically, yeah, so that he can like poke you with his fucking chin. So these two regiments. <laughs> Here's your cyberpunk guy. Here, this this guy right here. You just I turned my beard into an axe. Mop this up. They call him. They call him Knife Chin. No, that's not good. You got to work with that. That needs some workshopping. Get get to the other uh, friends. Call him Battle Axe Chin Charlie. He's the inverted unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. Oh, like, that's it. That's the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like him. I, this, this guy's he's got moxie. Uh, yeah, no, totally. So along with two attachments of 75 cops, because I guess they wanted to be included, too. Uh, this was enough to scare the gangs to go home. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're rolling a cannon. Yeah, honestly, like, this isn't, like, the guard. This is, like, the actual army. 
Motherfucker. All right. All right. All right. All right. I know you're a dead rabbit and I know I'm a Bowery boy, but that's going to punch a hole through this whole fucking building. <laughs> yeah. Fuck we that. This up? We'll pick this up later, right? Okay, cool. Here's my number or <laughs> we'll address, that. rather. Yeah. Let's set a time real quick because yeah, there are yeah, no yeah. phones. Oh, oh man. That's God. a lot of guns with knives on them. <laughs> Jesus. And even that guy's got a knife on his chin. Fuck this. I'm out. He's terrifying. Oh fuck, man! I look. I I've never. I, I've been. Okay, so I've never been to like a reenactment or anything like that. But I've been places where they fired off cannons. You know, baseball game, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I really ever trusted were there were two shots from two separate movies. One I'm ashamed to say is The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Yeah, but, like someone fires off a cannon at one point and it bounces off the field as it's like rolling forward. And I found that to be like, okay. I, yeah. I remember that shot for shot weirdly enough, because it's like the yeah. only time I think we've ever seen like a cannon accurately because well, there was one also that I really like in the movie glory where some dude's head just gets atomized. Yeah. And I was like, yup. Cause that's, you know, mass times velocity, et cetera, et cetera. That's, well, the fucked up thing is, is like, it wouldn't be atomized. It would just like come off. Oh, that's yeah. Pretty much what happened. Yeah. I mean, it's, it just blew it apart. Yeah. I mean, he was close enough, I think, in the movie. Oh, okay. But I, there aren't many depictions of it. Usually, you just see them firing, especially in mm-hmm. fucking some pirate movies. They do a good job of you know that kind of thing. But it's just you just see like lines and lines of them. And people don't understand <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck is going on here. <laughs> like, this is state of the art like world ending technology. And At if the you're time, just a yes. dude with a blade if, like trying to stab your rival, you see that and be like, nah. They kind of be like, well, like West Side Story. If actual like fucking Bradley Tank showed up, you know, it'd be like, all right, nah, nope. mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll break up the gang fight. They sent in the army. Yeah, exactly. Or sending in, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something like really modern, like, but you'd send it into a football game. And just don't. <laughs> Stop playing football. I don't know. I got. I don't know. I do think though it's like more terrifying back then to just see a bunch of like uniform guys. Oh, you're just figuring out firearms, and then this shows up. Yeah, like all lined up with knife guns. (laughs) You know, like firing lines. Like were terrifying. In clean uniforms, yes, which you've never seen before. Not, not at least in the last several hours. You You don't know what clean is. These guys look fresh. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. They look fed. Oh. Yeah. They look like they slept on a bed. Um, yeah. Well, some of them. Maybe some not. of them, yeah, yeah. These guys are on the military. So, yeah, they agreed. They... <laughs> oh, don't worry. All these guys will probably die in the war that's going to come, but... True, true, true. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So, anyway, that scared the shit out of them, so they left. So, during the two-day battle... Eight men were confirmed dead, but that's probably hot, much higher. I uh, yeah, and a hundred injured. The numbers are really fuzzy from yeah. all the sources. Well, like, well, well they they hadn't ad, like invented numbers larger than a hundred yet. Oh yeah, totally. I'm kidding. <laughs> so we'll never know how many actually died because the gangs took their dead and buried them in cellars, staircases, hidden passageways, and all over the five points. There were probably still land and buildings with dead assholes in them. There's a non-zero chance some of them were eaten. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. I haven't mentioned anything cannibalistic in a few episodes. And... Oh, yeah, they were sold to Martha, the local rat merchant. 
<laughs> and that's how we got Stouffer's. Um, <laughs> and she invented the first hot dog. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, oh, fuck. They called it the dead rabbit hot dog. Um, make that a thing. Just don't make make it with... Uh, well, I don't know. Make it well, there's a non-zero chance that somewhere in this great country of ours, someone has made a rabbit hot dog. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. That rabbit would be dead, so... Yeah. Keep it on brand. Tell us where it is. We'll do a live show in that town. Yeah, that's fine. Just, I just don't want it to be... Well, you know what? Make it out of people. Fuck it. We'll get there. God damn it. This... <sighs> <sighs> The future starts slow, according to that kills song, and uh, <laughs> that's borne out to be true. So, yeah, no, we'll get to like cloned human meat and not cloned human meat in the future. In some, yeah. Oh, uh, the future's looking bright. So, they would. This would be the largest gang battle in New York in New York history. Many gangs, especially the Dead Rabbits, however, resented being called criminals and <laughs> ensuing violence. They, Snowflakes. They, <laughs> New York Times to publish a letter denying their involvement in allegations of thievery. And I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it here. Oh, thank God. Quote. We are requested by the dead rabbits to state that the dead rabbits club are not thieves, that they did not participate in the riot with the Bowery boys. And that the fight on Mulberry street was between the Roach guards of Mulberry street and the Atlantic guards of the Bowery. The dead rabbits are sensitive on points of honor. We are assured and wouldn't allow a thief to live on their beat, much less be a member of another club. Wow. God damn it. Okay. So that's like really well written. Um, yeah, did, they, like, did they write it and send it to them or was it just like some dude showed up with some I'd novels? like to think it was just written scratchily on some parchment and they gave it to him and they like... Uh, Tommy, clean this up. Make it sound like, good. Some like chimney sweep looking kid shows up. Yeah, like, exactly. Fucking paper, and he's just like, "Listen, my boss wants you to say some things in the paper to make it sound like we ain't such scumbags." So, right, you know, <laughs> but behind him are like seventeen much larger dudes. You know, <laughs> this is the, like it's an interesting point too because this is like the history of crime, right? Right yeah. there is just. And you would see it in, when we get to the more into the future with like 1920s gangsters. It's the same thing where it's like, nah, we have Anna. We like, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, it's, 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 it's marketing and advertising, but yeah. like a little different. You know what I mean? Like, you it, just can't it be honest selling with yourself. A, it's selling an image. Yeah. You just can't be honest with yourself. That like, <laughs> no, I'm a criminal bastard. <laughs> yeah. This is what yeah. we do. Um, they were just really hung up on the fact of being called thieves. I think it would fuck them up to listen to like music produced in it, like eighties and on. Yes. Cause they, like, I'm a thug kind of shit. Like I'm a thief. Um, yeah. I'm a creep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, it's just like embraced by entire like groups of people and stuff. And yeah. back then it's just like, I got a sense of honor now. Like you, you cheat on your taxes and everybody like wants to fucking get your number and give you bottle service yeah you know, it's, it's just like and fuck yeah good for you like i don't know like it's 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 a different mentality like they they, they would literally stab you for calling something them thief oh for sure yeah no because yeah, that's like you know but you know what that like because dueling kind of came before that right it yes. became a matter of honor duels were, duels were happening right now right at this time period oh and it, for sure 
for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it, but it was that whole idea. Like then it was just like a very formalized affair. And now it's just like, what'd you say about me? Stab. There's a little bit less. You don't have to have a second. You don't have to have a loaded weapon. It's not like presented with you back to back taking steps. Oh, now yeah. it's just like at the pub. You know, like these are not what, the type of guys you say about my buddies. And then that's it. Stab it. Yeah, these aren't the type of guys to like pick a date, sir. No, that wasn't right. happening. But these are not them. Right. Yeah. Different rules for different like levels of the class. Yes. Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, no, it's wild. So that was that was that was it. Yeah. yeah. We will continue the ganging with uh, the draft riots later on, which is a less significantly less fun riot. And mm, called by some historian uh, a Confederate victory. Okay, that's not great. No, it's really bad. Oh, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So, how does this relate? How does <laughs> stupid question? How does this relate to Cyberpunk? <laughs> well, you know, I think we touched on a couple of things through yeah. here. You know, there's characters that you could be drawing from this, so you can also certainly, definitely get fucking motivations for these gangs. It's desperate at times. What they're doing isn't good, but it's understandable. Yeah. You know, there is a reason. Yeah. Morality yeah. is in gray zones. Like, nothing is ever good guy or bad guy or clear cut. I think that was a big problem I had with, like, the Gangs in New York movie. Yeah. Is, like, no, everyone's kind of a bastard or being manipulated or right. just desperate. Desperate. Deeply, deeply desperate. Well, I mean, most people's morality and, and like, self image, it, it's totally dependent upon when you ate last. Yeah. I mean, it it really is. I know if I like today, my God, if I didn't eat fucking a little bit of pasta before we start recording this shit, I'd I'd be crankier than hell. <laughs> yeah, totally. You might be able to tell listening to past podcasts when I haven't had breakfast, you know. And it's like, uh, it's not great, you know. No, it, it, but if you're living in that kind of an existence, and then you find a group of dudes who are just like, hey, all you got to do is just not be an asshole and not be a snitch. And then we you know meet me back at the pub and we got some sandwiches for you. Yeah, you you might jump on that train. You know, and it's going to, I don't know, it's gotten that way. You, you hear about it just like in survival situations, just the way people break down and like what things happen, what you're able to justify. Mm-hmm. Like the, that soccer team that crashed in the Andes and they made that movie alive about and they had to turn into cannibals kind of a little bit. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't a creepy thing. And they had, they it tortured them to, th- to come to that end. Yeah. You know, like, and it, it it's, it's hard to judge them. Unless, like it, it's hard to judge them by people in their own context, like people at that time, because you know they'll be as clueless as like I am about the inner workings of the Crips. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they what they don't know what the fuck's, and they, they certainly don't have any access to endless amounts of footage about these things. Well, you know, I could like what's good and what's bad is also based on like class, race, everything. Yeah. Because a lot of these, a lot of different gangs are from different places. Some of them don't even speak English; they speak Gaelic. Yeah. Uh, another one is too is because morality just depends on like you said when was the last time you ate because at the time period just being poor made you a deviant oh yeah like oh, regardless yeah. like immediately you would just be considered like a, a rat bastard just right. for being poor just for having dirty fucking fingernails exactly. Which, and this is really funny too in a time again like i always like to mention where no one washed their dicks like it's <laughs> you didn't bathe yeah. you know what i mean like that wasn't a, that wasn't trendy yet you know like it was still a matter of playing like, was just coming around like, oh yeah yeah like hot water hot running water in a tub exactly from where from fucking where you know what i mean like it's it's an island it's all salt water around it exactly 
Oh man, and, and then the, like there's that other thing. I don't know how proven or disproven it is, but that whole like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have certain things that you have to fulfill before you start getting crazy with it. You know, like once everyone's eating, you know that's a level. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like food, clothes, medicine, shelter, or like your basic things. You know, and shelter could cross over into clothes. You know what I mean? Like just protection from the elements that you live in, and whatever's appropriate for that and enough to eat to be productive and to think of things yeah like it's it's the idea of like how what kind of things could have been invented if like i don't know this one person managed to like not die starvation you know like basic Mm -hmm. shit like yeah and and sometimes it's a matter of too many too much too quick you know like there were just Mm -hmm. so many fucking people there there wasn't a the people in charge weren't (laughs) can't imagine how this is relevant but like they just weren't interested in fucking managing the crisis no they just got to this position. They're like, well, I'm a mayor and you got to listen to me. And Basically, yeah, because it was the idea of like, yes, we're America. We will take like you want to come here that like it made it, it made America look good. Yeah, they and got you here, get here. And it's like zero interest. In yeah, it. give your balls a tug. You know, go, fi- go figure it out. Welcome to the fucking land of the free. Go kill the yeah. people who lived here first and yep. get some land like it, man. Oh, yeah. And it would get worse during the Civil War, too, because you would just get right off the boat and like, OK. And this was depicted in the movie really well. Of yeah. of gangs in New York, where it's like, okay, this paper makes you a U.S. citizen. This paper makes you a private in the federal in the United States federal army. Go mm-hmm. go over there and get your uniform, mm-hmm. and that was it. So you yeah. get shanghaied into it. <laughs> That's yeah. like, they didn't care about you at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it. It's like the history of America is the bait and switch. Yes, you know it's... you're just free, you're fleeing one genocide to just enter a new one. This is what happens when you get a bunch of people together who want to start a new country and just make up all the rules from the very beginning. And somehow it doesn't die. <laughs> like yeah. we're like the zombie libertarian outpost. You know what I mean? They just like, didn't know how to stop. I know, but it's not like other countries are doing great either right now. Like, oh, who? no, hell no. Hell no. The I country mean, we came from is basically like, sorry, UK friends, but like, uh, the government's well, kind mean, of pretend at this point. <laughs> But so is well, ours. So is ours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, there's no way to look down on any other real country right now. It'd just be like leaders and shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're fucking mm-hmm. up. So we're fucking up. And if this is all fucking fucked up, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. It, it's. I think we've been playing this like crazy game of, it, well, like a con game on ourselves. But it's like a game of telephone. So every time we come back around to be like, oh, no, America's great, it turns into, like, America first. Mm-hmm. Well, think about, like, even, like, Fernando Wood, right? Yeah. It's the same shit that we ex- we keep experiencing. It, it Nothing's changed, like, ever. Right. Nothing's right. literally right. changed. Is you could just have someone who just bucks the entire thing and just is in it to profit for themselves, which isn't new. They've been doing, like, I mentioned it in the first episode. They've been doing that since ancient Rome. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's always someone trying to, like, get that extra little slice, that little extra mm-hmm. bit. And now we've just gotten to compound interest and just nothing means anything anymore in laws. It's complicated it's now. It wasn't then, but it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's all. The... It's convoluted <laughs> now. It's very... What we've been sold as innovation has only been clever language for, like, the smallest iteration at best. Yeah. You know, because why why make money on an advancement when you can make money on all the steps to that advancement? Mm-hmm. And it's just this mentality. We're just, it. We're just like inventing the wheel again. 
Like it's I put a, I, we put a fourth camera on your phone. You know, it's like mm-hmm. no, man. I don't just. I want to be able to make calls, and I want to be able to have Shadow Link back on the podcast. <laughs> and I just want, you know, like can yeah, you guys just set, get the fucking baseline? The internet was so much better when it was like kind of like a public service. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when it was just like ah, we got to keep this going. We got to keep this going. And now it's just like oh, we could throttle you for shit. Fuck you. <laughs> What are you going to do about it? You're I mean, go everything the- else is like we have to pay for. Why not that? You know, like that's their mentality is for everything. Yeah, is like, like everything has to be privatized. Nothing could be nationalized. You have to pay for everything as Britain is finding out. Sorry, guys. You know what? Fine. But then fuck you. You don't get any goddamn subsidies and we can fucking repair the roads. Oh, that would be nice. How about that? How about we don't give you subsidies and you also pay taxes on profit? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm getting some real weird ideas about like the investors, like the idea of investors in general. It's yeah. like you're not producing. No, anything. you don't make it. You're you're literally dipping a ladle into a much larger soup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not helping the process. And in fact, we've seen what you've done to video game companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like the, you don't want to be a triple A business, like or a video game company right now, unless like you're passionate about making microtransactions and fucking oh, live services. Seriously, you know, like it's just make a fucking game is what I'm saying. Although I will say, for fifty million dollars, we will shut the fuck up. And uh, oh yeah, by the way, for fifty million dollars, we will shut the fuck up. We won't kiss your ass. No. We will just stop talking. Yep. And uh, that's that's that'd be great. I mean, so we'll do other things. We'll take you to some oh. that fucking take you to Waterworld. I don't know. We'll take you to one of these weird New Jersey theme parks that are around here that'll kill you. We'll, we'll build Waterworld, man. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get we'll get Costner to show up. Oh, okay. just Costner paddling mil? pool and lawn chair, and uh, we'll get Costner to drink his own piss <laughs> for fifty million. Yeah, yeah, for you fifty know fucking million. Because my limit on that is like literally twenty eight thousand. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. for 20, really? I'm pretty low ball. I'm a lower class, dude. I'm not, you know, right. not super rich. I don't have any water world indeed. So, if you know, that that would be great. Uh, oh, or if you just want to give us a bucket of time, we have a Patreon. We do. Patreon.com slash Neon Dystopia. Uh, just drop us a dollar if you are so inclined and enjoy what we do. It is a gigantic support. Yes. Especially right now. Because, yes. like, we're. We're, tr- we're currently in the midst of transferring files, of which, like, we're just trying to... It's just Things a, are a hard heroic, behind yeah, the scenes. We're just letting you know a, that. It's a heroic, uh, mind-withering uh, copy-paste-a-thon. And, oh, uh, yeah. I, it's driving us slowly mad, but we're trying to yeah. remain, you know united uh-huh. in our discomfort and everything but we're gonna we're trying to get this done so that we can get this end of the year uh like we get ready for the next season yeah we have some things that we want to do um that are wholly dependent upon us having this fucking website up uh what else yeah we had a cyberpunk day episodes coming up here pretty soon so yeah cyberpunk day is soon Yes, yeah, so you know, get get all looking into that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all over the place. They have their own website. They have uh, I don't know what they are right now. I feel like a dick about this, but uh, they have a Twitter. And they still a lot follow. of stuff on there. They got a Twitter for updates. Yeah, and uh, go to, just, just literally just look up Cyberpunk Day, and right. you that'll it'll be the first thing that comes up. A lot yep. of great people involved in it. A lot of great people behind it. It is yep. a great idea for small creators who are into Cyberpunk. Uh, yep. and I'm feel honored that they just let us just blah, 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 microphone. On microphone, basically yeah <laughs> among wonderful people so yeah so that's whew, that makes me feel happy in oh, spite of all it's of good feelings 
Still um, stress as shit. It's a really good feeling. I'm less stressed that we recorded it. I'm like, eh, I just, we put these out into the ether. Please, I hope you enjoy it. You know, like, yeah, uh, please. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. Yeah. We, we're on the, the, the Twitters for now. We are on Twitter. I... A whole lot's happened since the last time we were on uh, in an episode. It's going to be an uh, episode in and of itself, I feel. Yeah, man. I'm just going to start. That. So yeah, Muskie's uh, at the helm, and he's he's getting rid of all the people who made Twitter work. And uh-huh. he's, I I know, I know that Stephen King is worth like hundreds of millions of dollars, probably. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy is is the most prolific and successful mm-hmm. fiction writer in American history. Okay. Period. No doubt. Okay. Musk is wealthy on a scale that dwarfs that. In terms of what people assume he's worth, okay, yeah. which I think they're going to start finding out real quick isn't really the number, mm-hmm. but and un- unlike he was arguing yeah, with King because what he wants to do is charge twenty bucks. He initially opened with we're going to charge twenty dollars a month uh, so that you can have a blue check, which isn't the point of the blue check. The blue check is just to verify you are who you say you are. Yeah, it's not it. a it's nothing else. It's it's free. No, like you should it's, it's, not, it's, it's not prestige. I think I have like one of I think one of the accounts that I have on Twitter has a blue check because I did a, oh no, I think my personal one is a blue check because I just, yeah, I, I did two-step ident to identify that like, I am oh, human, right. you know, yeah. that was it. And now Muskie's like, oh yeah, well anyway, so he, he's he's saying, uh, or like Stephen King goes on this little terror about like, go fuck yourself, I'm not going to pay you goddamn 20 bucks a month, I'm, you know, are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, and Musk is like, hey, wait, wait, the, the point of it is, You've got the richest man in the world asking a writer for twenty bucks, and I know, like, in, in defense, that's my take. Stephen, on it. Yeah, basically, and Stephen King, like, he 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 worked, he did it, he worked for it. You know, like, he went through a lot of shit. Read on writing by Stephen King; it's a very good book. Yeah, and like, he he did the shit. He's one of us. He's an OG. Fucking work. He's got a he's got a sweet house in Bangor. Oh yeah. It's, it's sweet as shit. I haven't been into it or I wouldn't bother the man. Yeah. Why would I do that? But Never. we drove by it one time on vacation there when I was a kid. And I was just like, that fucking place actually looks like I imagined, you know, right. like, but no, you know, any, not, whether you like his books or not, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. The guy, I, I've liked tons of them. Oh, definitely. Tons of them. Same. Not all of them, but tons of them. I like Maximum Overdrive in spite of itself. <laughs> you could tell which things were he was on cocaine for. For sure, but he's been open about all of it and everything, and he's he's just a G. He wrote a really great book on writing and stuff like that. He he's tries to teach. He's got all these programs in Bangor. You know what I mean? Where he's trying to like make sure fucking reading is just like propped up. Mm-hmm. He's he's a bit of a, he's an actual like he doesn't make a lot of noise about it, and then not do it. He just does the shit. You fucking find out later. When, Unlike like, Musk, who's like didn't work a day in his fucking life. He spent forty four million billion dollars. Which is like overvalued by like fucking so much because I, I I think they evaluated like Twitter at this point at like ten billion or something like that. So he paid like more than thirty or maybe twenty billion more than it's worth to begin with. Mm-hmm. And now he thinks now and all these advertisers are jumping ship like GM's off like they're just like fuck you dude because of just the sheer amount of like the N word appeared. I think they said something like five to fifteen hundred percent increase. Yeah, in, a lot like, of the assholes took felt justified, and just—it's like, yeah, cool. Like, that, why aren't you on Gab? Oh, I know why. Because it's all just a bunch of you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have anyone to rail against. You don't have anyone to call a cook. Yeah, they can't know? be confrontational at all, and right. it, it sucks too. Because like, I was just getting into Twitter. I haven't had a Twitter for very long. My personal one, 
Yeah. And um, I just turn into a very, I follow a lot of beautiful people. Uh, the queer horror scene is my jam. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, very nice. And it's very lovely. Basically, I just turned into an inspiration mirror board of horror and art. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm not too sure what's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's. Yeah, I'm sticking around in that way where I'm just like, let's see how bad this gets. Yeah, and then pretty much. I'm not going to give it any fucking money. It's not getting eight. No. You know, whatever we're, the bargain we're is going to give. Anything. I'm not going to subscribe like, to a social. You know how Facebook wanted us to give them money, and we did a few times, and nothing like accomplished nothing. Yeah, like we're not giving these fucking sites money. Your no. Patreon money is not going to Facebook or Twitter. No, 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 no. It's going to be real fun to watch that race to the bottom too. Oh Meta. God, yeah, it's going to. Aren't cool. we doing our socials? So anyway, um, all of our <laughs> all of our socials are dying except for uh, the wonderful um, Discord, the ND Videodrome, where yes. you can speak with uh, Shadow Link frequently because he's in there a lot, and that's great. Yeah, I'm um, there sometimes. Uh, Coinops is there more than me. It's it, it's it's in that order. And uh, yeah, I, just, I, I just blank post memes. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'll, I'll interact with you if you got a question. I, I'm fine with that. Oh and stuff. man. We might do a I'm wrong game. about something. Yeah, yeah like might, let me know. Yeah, yeah. We but, might do a role playing game. I'm trying to like get people involved in that. So if you'd like to like play, roll some dice through Discord. Um, yeah, it sounds. Let us know. And uh, sounds really good. I gotta remember the name of that one that I wanted to get to. Yeah, no, this, it, the the one where you're just like a scrapper on a planet, and fuck. it's about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fuck it's called the Scrappers called? Union, isn't it? Oh, I gotta look that up Junkers again. Because something like that. Yeah, it was like yeah. that was that was your jam. That was my jam, and I keep forgetting about it until we talk about goddamn tabletop games. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, we we have come join us. The invite is always in the uh, description below. Yep. So, and uh, yeah, what that's, else? Um, we have a crap it. shop, uh, lowlifecrapshop.com. Yeah, there's hats and shit. There's shits on there. I'm gonna be adding a, a new design shortly. I think I'm gonna save it for Cyberpunk Day though. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? I'll whip a couple up. No, hey, DJ. Yes. Uh, Mixalur.com slash coinops McGillicuddy. And uh, there'll be a link at the bottom. Like I always end up saying in this weird back and fucked up looper sort of way at the end of the episode that I've already DJed for. Uh, I usually play this before the episode drops at midnight on Friday. So as we're recording this on a Thursday, I'm going to have a lot of fucking editing to do before I eat lunch and then DJ tonight. So that's whoop doo. Uh it's a lot of fun. I usually try to like line things up with the themes. Um currently as I'm recording this, trying to imagine what the fuck I'm going to play tonight because it's all like eighteen hundreds old timey cop gang battle. <laughs> I don't <laughs> just play fuck the police. I'm just gonna play all my dubstep at like half speed. <laughs> To simulate the nineteen to eighteen hundreds, yeah. Uh-huh. I guess I wouldn't even know what to do. It just I got some old fiddle music, you know, like I'll just mm-hmm. get yakety sax on a loop for three hours, <laughs> just to leave the fucking room and let you have uh, it. music to kill Confederates too. You know what I wish I could do though? I wish I could do that. I wish I could play yakety sax for three hours. Okay, looped, right? So it would just like as it was fading out, the other one would start right back up, and. But what would happen is I could automate the pitch slowing down incrementally so that by the time you get to, like, I don't know, the two-hour mark, it's at half speed. And for the last hour of it, it's just this, like, dirge. Because, like, (laughs) the one thing that I – it sounds fucked up, but one of my favorite things it turns out to do is to play old 80s songs and 90s songs and shit, like, at half speed. Yeah. And it, it literally sounds like the grimiest fucking grunge, like, just dirge 
metal oh, totally. shit. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it insanely. Like a three minute song ends up being like almost five and a half minutes long, six minutes long. And it's fucking wonderful. Like, I don't know. This is my new thing now, guys. I don't know. You're going to be hearing at least every Halloween. And uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah. guess awkward, awkward ending. Mm-hmm. London. Cool.